Welcome to this week's episode of Free Play. I'm your 7th level Bardcast host, Michael. Today, I am joined by Jason, another host of the 7th level Bardcast and founder of this great and glorious gaming party, gaming group. Today, our topic will be coming back after a long break in a campaign. Jason, would you like to jump off? Uh, yeah. I know this is a topic that we've tried to cover. Uh, I shouldn't say tried to cover. It's a topic that we've talked about covering for a while, but it's something that just hasn't made it into the schedule. So uh, me and Michael were trying to decide something we should talk about, and this came up. Um, because me and Michael have talked about it in the past where we run those five to eight session long uh, sort of mini campaigns and string them all together to make our, our, our large campaign. But we do that and then take a small break. You know, sometimes it might just be one week's worth of breaks or two weeks, whatever the span is difference. Um, I know Michael with his L5R has been taking, you know, just, hey, we're going to take this two week break and then we'll come back for the next chapter. But sometimes I know for mine, especially I'll take a two, two month, four month, maybe six month break on a campaign that I'm running. Cause I want to run something else. And then we'll come back to the campaign that I was running before and we'll run another five to eight sessions. And so what we wanted to talk about is kind of, you know, everybody has problems with their schedule. And so when there's time, a time lapse between sessions, you know, how to handle that concept of coming back to the table or coming back to online, whichever way you're playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, you know, kind of coming back to the session and making it a clean, you know, leaving on a clean note and coming back on a clean note. So I know I have a few things that I do um, when I do this, but... Michael, did you want me to just jump in on those, or do you want to talk about the concept? Well, I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna add my two cents here because as you were talking about, my L5R game is is a little on pause, and I don't want to dig too deep into that. But I've been thinking about the ideas of how, when I come back to it, how I'm gonna start off. Do I want to do a time lapse? Because in in that game, I've had three separate chapters and each one of them has had a little bit of a time lapse allow the players to have some downtime do some things that they've been wanting to do and then continue on with the story it's kind of been a little difficult with that particular one but i've got some ideas and i would wanted to use this uh forum to discuss some of those ideas and see if maybe that's where we wanted to go so i'll toss it back to you so that you can continue with your thoughts yeah. So I know for me personally, I've tried several different things. I'd say the first initial thing that I tried was to take notes during the sessions. I, you know, I, I witnessed Michael doing it uh, on his computer while we were playing. He'd say, oh, you know, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to write some notes on this. Then we'll move forward. I've tried that. It's not really the concept that works for me because I won't pause to take a break i'll just be like oh yeah let me write this down real quick and then i continue to talk and i write like a half a note and i go back to it and i'm like that doesn't make any sense to me um so i think i found most recently the thing that works for me best is and it's a lot easier now that we're playing online but i think i could use a voice recorder if we were at the table is to record the session so that I can go back and listen to it before we come back to the table. So obviously that's something that I would do in between sessions. But 
I did it this last time for my break in Urban Shadows, and it's going to allow me to have all of that information fresh in my mind when we finally come back to the table in a couple of months, and we'll see how that goes. But I've had ones where I wrote down all the notes about a session right at the end, and then when we come back to it, it's like, oh, it's a clean, you know, comeback. Like um, The other concept that I use is, and I've talked about this before, is during that five to eight sessions, you should have basically one arc should, you know, start, come to a climax, and finish within those five to eight sessions. And that is what gauges how long it is. So this Urban Shadows one, we did in five sessions plus a zero session, and... I was able to complete a full arc in five sessions, whereas, you know, some of my other ones, like, oh, you know, the players went a little off in, you know, what they were doing, so I had to stretch it out to eight sessions. But either way, you can try and wrangle them into uh, that window, and if you can finish that one arc, then you get to leave on a clean note where... A storyline has finished. And then when you come back, you can pass some time a little bit and then start in on a new story arc. And I think when you do that, you're not trying to come back into action when you come back to the table. You should be on a downturn and try and climb that hill once more starting back into the session. Uh, what do you think on that, Michael? Yeah, for, for that window for me, it becomes part of that kind of five pieces of a story so you you've got your introduction you've got your your kind of building action you've got that climax and then you've got your um the downside of it your day resolution and and then and so that's why i kind of feature that five session thing but of course players will (laughs) ultimately do whatever they want and stretch it out sometimes to eight sessions which is fine with me uh, the L5R game, actually, we've done three chapters. Um, that's 21 episodes total. So that averages out to about seven for each chapter. I'm fairly certain that one of them went to nine sessions um, because they were just really... They were trying to solve all the problems in one chapter. <laughs> and I I set up multiple problems so that it's layered and they... They don't always have to solve them. And then there were, of course, some problems they thought they solved but didn't really solve. Um, so I like the idea of, of kind of cutting up things like that. And one of the things that I think has helped give that campaign, and I hope that that, that will continue on in some other games, is that it gives a chance for everybody to recharge and, and bring back that, uh, that energy to the table. But like you were talking about um, taking notes the way you were, as you said, I take notes while we're, we're while we're gaming, and I use OneNote to kind of type out things. But when one of the things that I'm starting to learn and to introduce is at the end of the session, quickly write down what happened, you know, in quick sentences. So and so did this. So and so did this. So that even if I don't have a recording, I kind of have an idea of what they did. And then when I start the next um, session, I'll say, does everybody remember what happened last time? To introduce it to the players, because I really think that the players need to be the one bringing that information, and then I'll compare it to my notes. And if they missed any details I think they might want to know, I share it with them at that point. So I like notes. 
And I'm really kind of uh, hesitant to get back to the actual table because I won't have this recording anymore unless I put something on the table. Yeah, I was actually thinking about getting a portable recorder that I can throw onto the table to pick up everybody's stuff because I might even take this podcast mic or the snow one that you have and just set it in the middle of the table, try and pick up as much information as I can just because it helps so much with, you know, there might be a conversation that I missed while I was running the game, and I can catch it later on. It's not so much something I think would happen on Discord. I didn't notice it much when I was listening to my recordings, but I know it definitely is something that happens at the table, and I'd love to be able to listen to them because it it helps a lot. I wanted to make a comment on you said something, and I actually do the opposite of that. You were talking about uh, having the players reiterate what happened last time and then kind of filling them in. Um, One of the things that I've done recently is I... For this Urban Shadows game, actually, I started it with my uh, five aces, and then because we were on Discord, I could, you know, jump on, give some information. When we're playing five aces, it was a lot easier because it was all as one party. Whereas Urban Shadows, you guys have all different information, so I got to write a different synopsis for each person. But it's still worth it because then I can come in and I don't have to say, all right, let's talk about what happened last time. We could just go right into the game because I've already given you guys that synopsis. Give you like five, ten minutes to read over it, and then we jump right into the thing. Um, I know it's helped me a lot, but as a player, did you, you have you found that to be useful at all? Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that technique is something that I would like to get into mine. And I've tried it a little bit, but it seems to me that I haven't found that time and, and energy to actually type out something for each player. So I've used that idea in the past, but not at every session. So, for example, there have been a few times where I'll throw out, okay, you had this conversation... Um, but in, in the time between sessions, you had this message arrive. I did this in the world of darkness a lot. I would drop messages mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be something they did the time before. It would just be something that happened in between sessions. But I liked having you write out something that kind of uh, paraphrased everything that we, I as a character accomplished in the, in the previous session and i think that works really well and i'm i'm actually interested to see how it will work when we get to uh the table and we don't have computers and we're all there how how are you going to introduce it there yeah i'm I'm thinking about it i don't know it might be it might be still discord because we're all going to be communicating on the schedule on discord so i might still send out some information or i may come with it yeah, I think it really depends on how much time I have. I'd love to come to the table with it as like a typed out thing where I could be like, hey, here's a quick piece of paper that you can read over or refer to as the game goes forward. But uh, yeah, it all depends on time frame. Yeah, and, and I wish we could produce more time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I know my last ones, my last notes that I gave to you guys for the Urban Shadows game was pretty rushed. I got home from work just in time to give like right out an hour I had one hour of time, and one hour is honestly not enough time for five players to give each one of those some nasus. And and also, I didn't have, I hadn't recorded that session, so I didn't get to listen to it. So I was like two weeks out of trying to remember what we did. Though, <laughs> actually, 
I think that was a month out. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's hard. So that actually brings me to another point that you made, which is writing down those notes after the session. And I think absolutely immediately after the session, write them down because that's when it's all fresh in your mind. I never do it, and I always yell at myself for not doing it. I have to admit that it doesn't happen every time I play. The L5R game ends very late, and sometimes I'm ready to crash. So it gets written during the week after that. So I try to keep it as fresh as possible, but it doesn't happen right after the game every time. Sometimes it's even happened like right before the game, the next game starts. So I'm <laughs> like scrambling to remember what happened. Yeah, it's um, it's hard. It's hard if you delay. It is so hard to remember that information, especially if you know. I mean, we players every two weeks. That's already hard enough. You get to that two week point, you're forgetting some stuff. If you miss that session and you're at a month out. Or even like some of the ones we've had where we were a month and a half out, then you're really struggling to remember information. And you're not, I mean, you're doing a disservice to your players by, because honestly, like, I found players latch on to a few key things, but because you're the one telling that story, you're the one who really has the, the information, and you're going to remember all those NPC names, and well, I shouldn't say all of them, but yeah. I have a question, um, because this is something that is getting ready to happen. We will start a a game, and it'll be a, a zero session, and it'll be mostly world building and, and character building. But it may be that it's a month later before we actually get back to it because of, well, graduation, our fifth anniversary barbecue, which is coming up. So it may be a month before we get back to it. Do you feel like that... Um, it would be easy for you to come from a zero session and and jump right into it a month later or maybe have something happen at the beginning of that first session to remind everybody. Yeah, so I think if you did sort of a write-up, maybe not in the same style that you did with Vampire, obviously I, I don't think like the, the newspaper works in Five Aces the way it would in, in Vampire, but I think... Um, something along those lines where you might, you know, give us like, hey, here's some faction information that we came up with. Here's some, uh, I definitely think like it would be most important is anything that we built in that session um, as far as world building or character building or NPCs. That should be information that should be on a sheet that we can come back to the table and be like, hey, uh, remember this stuff that you guys came up with? Well, here it is again. Uh, I think that's it. I, if that, if that, if you had that information, I think it would be viable. Okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking that, but I, I, I wanted to pick your brain on that because the zero session that I plan on having, of course, will have some some role play involved in it. So I really don't want any of that missed after being off for a month because I agree, it, you're off for a month, you lose a lot of of interaction and character development as well as story when you lose that that month well and it's the other thing too for players is like as a gm that month you might be taking that time to write out especially after a zero session you're taking the time to write out you know plot lines you're taking the time to make npcs you're taking the time to you know write a story for the thing so it's still been working through your mind from 
you know, the leaving that zero session to coming back. For the players, if they're playing in any other games or they just, you know, don't really think about the game when they're not at the table, they're not going to remember most of it because they're, they have, hasn't been in their mind. They've been worried about other stuff. And, you know, rightly so. That's It's not their game to run, so um, they don't have to think about it if they don't want. So, uh, yeah, I think refreshers for the players is super important. Yeah, and so... I guess the next step of discussion would be those activities that happen between a long break. Sometimes you use that long break to say, all right, so you have a couple of months or a couple of weeks. What is your character going to do in that time and do some downtime actions? So that's something that you could come back to the game and introduce in the first uh, half of the first session. Say, hey, You've had this time off. What kind of activities have you done? What what have you done as far as character development and and any kind of building of your power or or character skills have you had during this time period? Yeah, and I think maybe not like the next day or like, but pretty soon after you end that um, set of sessions. Before you come back to the table, you want to say, hey, what might your character be doing during this time? If you're taking a downtime, you know, like you're just saying, what is your character going to be doing? And the reason you might do that as a GM is because then you can take those that information and then put it into your story so that you give them some immersion when they come back. It's like, hey, uh, remember you wanted to do this? Well, so-and-so... Uh, this NPC has had a problem with that, and now there's a clash going on. Or there's a way for the characters to get immediately tied back into the session as soon as you come back to the table. Yeah, because yeah. that's a good idea, actually. And another thought is you're talking about that right after in communication. Just send them out a short email, or if you're if you're Jared, you don't want an email, you get a message on Discord to ask some of those questions. And as a GM, I love to get that information in so that I can start building the the next story. I know where we're going to jump off. And sometimes their activities actually inspire me with some plot points going forward. I know several times when I've done that, the characters, they create their own story for the next chapter. I, I don't really have to do a whole lot. They do it for me. I just have to weave it together and present it and throw some NPCs in there. So it's great to have that and kind of makes it easy for you. Prep is a little easier that way. Yeah, I think one of the ways I kind of think about, like, I'm always looking for players to give me that uh, that feedback and information because I don't, I don't want to say I don't have a whole lot of my own ideas, but I need jump-off points a lot of the time. And I could roll on a random table and come up with some stuff, but it's not going to be tied to the players. If the players give me information, it's like rolling on a random table because I wouldn't have thought of that stuff. But instead of it being just some random stuff, it's tied to their characters. And then we get to, you know, when we, when I carry forward the information that they gave me and I get to tie these neat little things into the plot, then it's more immersive for them. It's more, it's home. So, uh, yeah, I, I, love, I love hearing player information because they just that's the beauty of the game is that you're going inside the mind of somebody else and you're exploring thoughts that you're not going to have on your own but 
yeah, uh, that's... <laughs> so we've been talking about this from basically the GM's perspective. What if we take a, a twist right here in the last few minutes of this and talk about how you as a player kind of prep for that return to the game after being off for a break? What do you come back to? I mean, you were just talking about coming up with some ideas to explain your downtime, but are you are you thinking about how the development of your character is going to happen, or are you waiting for the GM to, to lay it out and then interacting with that? So that's a great question, because <laughs> in thinking of it that way, I, I thought, well, what if the, you know, as a player, I would want information from the GM as we're leaving the session, like, hey, this is where it's going. What are we going to look like when we come back? So that I could take time to think about, okay, when we come back to the table, I know that this much time has passed and these little snippets of information has been given to me. I can take that and decide, you know, how is my character going to deal with that? How do I want to move forward in the next set of sessions to help develop, you know, certain aspects of my character? So... I know for me, that's what I would probably be thinking on. Yeah, like, how am I going to grow in this next set of sessions? Or even, you know, what mechanical aspects do I want to add to my character sheet in the next session? How should I be preparing to role play for that going forward? Uh, that's another thing I'll think about. Like, in Vampire, when we'd get done with a set of sessions, I'd be like, all right, here's the things that I found I wasn't good at on this session. I want to become better at those things. And then I would prep myself to be ready to become better at those things in the next set of sessions. So I think that's that's it for me. Maybe the GM can get back to me as soon as possible on what concepts will be... Or I should say, how much time is going to pass and what you know snippets of rumors do can i expect coming back to the table i think one of the things that i've been thinking about for your urban shadows game and maybe just because of the character i am playing is a vampire and my experience with vampires that they think in in long terms they don't think in short-term plans they think in long-term plans and so i start thinking about my character's interaction with the other players I already kind of have laid out what I think he will be working for or working towards as an individual, but I want to see, especially with Urban Shadows, it encourages you to have these interactions with the other players. So when we get ready to go back to that game, I want to have an idea of how I'm going to interact with everybody that I met in the first chapter. And currently, I have met everybody in the group except for one. I did not meet. I did not meet uh, the power mage. She was not there when I appeared, and she has not had any interaction with me. So I can't really make any plans for her. But I am going to have plans on how I'm going to interact with the other players. So when I come back to the table, or even before that, I'll share a few of those ideas with you, just so you kind of have an an inkling of of the direction that my character is going to go. Now, in Urban Shadows, the vampire's built around collecting debts and pulling everybody into the web so that they can, you know, be the puppet master. At this point, I've got several people in that web, several 
players in the web. So it's a matter of, okay, now that I have this web, how am I going to use it and how am I going to, to go forward? So I guess that is how I think I will interact with the group and the party as a whole and maybe start pushing us towards some goals to help me deal with my problems without using too many debts. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I didn't. I was just thinking about it. I'm not sure if you... If somebody pays off a debt to you, does that mean they fall out of the web? I can't remember if that's in the rules or not. That's a very good question. Yeah, we'll have to look that one up. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that would be a wonderful topic to cover in a future free play. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, as a player, I'm trying to think of like times that we've had a break where I know I'm going to come back as a player. The only one I can really think of is uh, the the vampire game where uh we came back after a break and you know when we came back to the table the first thing that you did was have us set up you know um what are the you know little concepts that we're gonna what are we gonna do during the two weeks that we have of downtime that's when i set up my computer network and everything (laughs) but uh yeah so it was like we covered all that that stuff that we might we're talking about covering during the actual time off we covered it in that session when we came back so that's also a possibility i think is um okay we're taking a break when we come back to the table we're going to cover all that stuff and we'll have basically a new zero session to start off the campaign which i don't think is a bad idea either no i think i think a a follow-up zero session for a new set of sessions is is a great jump off point yeah i I think i've covered all the stuff i have in my notes uh i don't know if you had any other questions no i actually think that that's uh, a great point to kind of end on we've covered kind of the idea of well how do you handle these situations where you come back to the table after a long break and so i think we should probably wrap this one up and uh, say goodbye unless you have something else uh, yeah, I had one more thing. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, I was just thinking about... And I lost it. Dang it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> so I don't have I don't have anything else, Michael, if you want to just uh, go ahead and wrap up. Yeah, so I think we've covered uh, just about everything we could on this topic, unless uh, either one of us come up with something else down the road, and then we can come back to this topic, because I really don't think that it's a, an, a, a finite point... I think that once uh, we have some interaction with this episode, we'll probably run into some other points that we could talk about and discuss. So, well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks, Jason, for coming to the uh, free play that I am hosting. Yeah, it's good to be on. And we will talk to you, the audience, another time. Goodbye. This has been a production of 7th Level Bardcast, copyright 2021. Listeners are free to use this episode in any non-commercial endeavor, so long as credit is provided to 7th Level Bardcast. You can find links to previous shows, resources, and our social media at 7thLevelBardcast.com. Also, connect with us through our Discord link on the website. We invite our audience to offer feedback, suggest a topic, or for a quick conversation. To support the show, like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcatcher. Music provided by Alexander Nakarada.